Welcome to this sermon podcast from Myo Baptist Church, and thank you for listening to today's message. We pray that God's Word will be an encouragement to you and a reminder that the Bible has all the answers to living a successful and fulfilled life. Again, thanks for listening. We now join the service in progress. I told you that we were going to get back to Revelation after Christmas, but there's, there's just New Year's messages that, that have to be preached. I mean, we're at the beginning of a new year. It's one of my favorite times of the year. So I'm going to postpone uh, getting back into Revelation for a couple of Wednesday nights because I'm excited about the new year. But the message that I was going to preach tonight, I'm going to postpone it too because uh, I, I want more people to hear it. Uh, it it's an important message, and, I, and you'll see what I'm talking about. I'll give you a little hint of what it's about. It, it's wrestling with, our, with your thoughts, and it's based on Proverbs 23.7. Proverbs 23.7 says, for as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. And, and here's the premise. You'll hear this message, but you just won't hear it tonight. But here, here's the premise, okay? Thinking affects the way we feel, and feelings affect our actions. And that's very, that, that's very clearly borne out in scriptures. Let me say that again. Thinking affects the way we feel, and feelings affect our actions, and... Actions have consequences. Okay? So thinking affects the way we feel, and feelings affect our actions. A lot of times we say, well, why did you do that? Well, it just felt like the right thing. Why did it feel like the right thing? Well, because I thought. So it's critical that we think right because our, our thinking affects our feelings, and our feelings affect our actions, and our actions have consequences, and our actions will bring God's blessings or God's displeasure. What we do will either bring God's blessings or his displeasure. And what we do is often based on how we feel. Why didn't you go to church? I didn't feel like it. Why didn't you feel like it? Well, I thought... Okay, so you see, you, you trace it back to the thought. And that's exactly what Proverbs 23, 7 is saying. For as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. How you think is who you really are. So, it's extremely important that our thinking be right. And a lot of people struggle with right thinking. And that is a very important topic to open the new year with, and I'm going to save that when more of our church family is here. What I am going to share with you, though, is something that is important nonetheless, and I, I, I don't want you to think that, you know, you made the extra effort to be here tonight, and we're going to give you leftovers. We're not, we're going to, but we are going to go a different uh, direction here, but an important direction nonetheless. As we start this year, this is a good message to kick the year off right uh, with as well. And that's the idea of memorizing Scripture. I want to challenge us all tonight in 2017 to make a concerted effort to memorize Scripture. And there's no better time to be thinking about that than at the beginning of a brand new year. The Bible says, open your Bibles to Hebrews chapter 4, verse number 12. Hebrews chapter 4, verse number 12. Why, why should we memorize Scripture? 
Well, Hebrews 4.12 says, For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. The word of God is quick and powerful. There's no better reason to memorize Scripture than that right there. And there's no better time to think about that or for us to challenge ourselves than right now. Why memorize Scripture? Let me give you three reasons real quick, and then I'm going to give you some reasons or some help as to how to memorize Scripture. Why memorize Scripture? Well, Jesus modeled for us the importance of memorizing Scripture. Remember in the wilderness when he was tempted? Every time on those three occasions when the devil came to him and tempted him, he quoted scripture back to Satan. That's a model for us. That when Satan comes in our lives and we might be tempted to do something we shouldn't do, one of the best ways to defeat that temptation and not fall for it is to have scripture memorized. Again, it's a powerful weapon. That's what Hebrews 4.12 says. For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. So as we go into 2017, the devil's not going to go hide somewhere. He's going to come after you. He's going to come after your spouse. He's going to come after your children. He's going to come after me. He's going to come after Sharon, my children, my grandchildren. He's powerful. But we've got something that is more powerful. And that is the Word of God. And, and we need to have it available. We, 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 we need to own it. I mean, you, you, if you don't know Scripture, you can't use Scripture. And if you're not using Scripture, we're not using one of the more powerful weapons that we have. So one of the reasons why we should memorize Scripture is that Jesus modeled it. A second reason, just a practical reason, is the Word or, or Scripture drives garbage from our minds. You know, oil and water, they say, don't mix. Well, Scripture and filth doesn't mix either. It it really doesn't. Somebody that's out partying on a Saturday night and drinking and boozing and, you know, doing all kind of stuff that, you know, lost people do in nightclubs and bar rooms and what have you, they don't really want to be in church here in a preacher preach to them the word of God. And they'll find every excuse why they shouldn't be there. It it doesn't mix. One is going to drive the other out. They they, they don't cohabitate at all. Just like a young Christian that is filled with the word of God and has memorized scripture from an early age, the last thing he wants to do is to be in a bar room on a Saturday night. Because what he's got up here is holy and righteous and what they're going to try to put in up here is, is vile and filthy and, and, and dirty. So one of the best ways to drive this garbage from our minds is have the Word of God firmly implanted there. And a third reason, and there's other reasons, but we'll just go with these three, is that memorization requires daily time in the Word as we're going to talk about in just a second. If you're trying to memorize Scripture in 2017, 
You're going to have to think about it all day. You're going to have to have, have it running through your mind. And that's a good thing to have running through your mind. It's better than a lot of other junk that wants to enter our mind and stay there. So there's a lot of motivation as to why it would be a good thing for us to embark in 2017 on personal memorization of Scripture. And you may say, well, Pastor, I, I, I struggle with memorization. Hey, I can relate because I do too. I don't care whether it was a couple years ago when uh, Brother Jamie asked me to be in one of the vacation Bible school skits. You know, just those little lines in that little play. Uh, I, I was rightly cast as a king. I will give him credit for that. That suited me well, I thought. But... <laughs> Uh, but that but was hard, Mem- you know, memorizing those lines. And that can be true with Scripture with me as well. It's, the, it's, it's a real challenge, but it's, it's worth the effort, you know. And, and, and we should never just write it off that I, that I can't do it. We, we, we need to attempt it. So there are reasons to memorize Scripture. And again, three of them is it sure comes in handy in a fight with the devil, Jesus modeled that to us. It drives garbage from our minds. And just the very act of memorizing Scripture is going to put us in the Word frequently and on a daily basis and on an all-day basis. So then how, how can we do that? How, let, me, let me just give you some practical steps. And, you know, I would be thrilled. I would be thrilled. If in a month or two, somebody say, Pastor, remember that Wednesday night? It was cold, windy, snow blowing, just a handful of us at church. And, you know, you didn't preach on what you were going to preach on, but you preached on memorizing Scripture. You know, the Lord must have known I needed that because that challenged me. You know, here it is. Yeah, it's the beginning of a new year. You know, it's a fresh start. It's, it's It's a clean slate. You know, we're just, what, day four. Of, of this year. And, you know, I, I took that to heart. You know, the Lord changed everything up just for me. I, I would love to hear maybe several people in a month say, that's just what I needed. And, and the Lord knew, and he worked it all, all out for that, for that reason. Well, if that's you and you're feeling compelled that, you know, yeah, there's good reasons. There, there's great benefit for memorizing scripture. And I want to do it. So here, here's some practical things. And number one, and really we're already there, but decide that Scripture memorization matters. Like we said, the Word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. You know, it, it starts with a realization that this is valuable. This is a good thing to do. This is, this is not a waste of time. This, this is, is something that is going to benefit me and in benefiting me, if I'm a husband, it's going to benefit my wife. If I'm a dad, it's going to benefit my kids. You know, it's going to be a benefit to me. So, you know, you need motivation. You need motive and understanding the value of it. Number two, tell somebody about your commitment. Let your spouse know. You know what? Pastor challenged us on that Wednesday night to memorize Scripture. I'm going to work at that. Tell your children, tell, tell your, your, your friends. Because with, with that, when, when, you, when you tell someone, or you, you, you tell me, you know, you'll fight harder to try to reach that goal. 
you know, when, when you know you got a, a, a grandstand of people watching, you know, and aware that you're running the race, you know, chances are you're going to try harder rather than it's just you and you look up in the stands and there's nobody there. Uh, it doesn't really matter. But if you got somebody cheering for you, you know, and somebody that you might be a little more accountable to, that, that's a good thing. So number two, tell somebody about your uh, commitment. Number three, in this day and age, take advantage of apps on your phone or internet-based resources for memorization. Look it up. They're there. Apps and information that will help you in your Bible uh, memorization. You know, there's a lot of bad stuff out there on the internet and with all these iPhones and whatever, but at the same time, we got to acknowledge there, there's some positives. There's some, some good things, some things we have available that we, we used to not have. Number four, memorize verses from your quiet time or your devotional time. As you're doing your Bible devotions, and I, I trust that you are, and if you're not, boy, that's, that's a must for the beginning of this year. Spending time in your, in your Bible each, each and every day. I know the devil fights you. And I know there may be a day that you skip it, something, you know, you got to leave early and go somewhere or you just forget. You know, that's okay. You're going you're gonna to miss some days. That's going to happen. You're not going to bat, you know, uh, a, a thousand. And, you know, we're, we're human. But hopefully you are having your devotional time. And, you know, you run across a verse there that, that is meaningful or the Lord uses it to speak to you, okay, make, make that the verse that you're going you're gonna to memorize. It, it has some, some real meaning there. It, it's personal. The Lord used that verse to touch your heart. So memorize verses from your devotional time. Uh, fifth, um, write it on a three-by-five card and carry it with your pocket all day, every day. That I have done before. That is one of the best ways to do it. You can, you can pull it out when you're waiting in the waiting room. You can pull it out while you're standing in the grocery line. You can pull it out while your car is being filled with gas. You know, it's just a great thing. Just on a little three-by-five card. The verse that the Lord has laid on your heart, you put it on a three-by-five card and you carry it with you. And you have it with you all the time. Next, start by memorizing one verse at a time every other week. In other words, spend two weeks on a verse. You know, take one verse. You know, don't make it hard. Don't try to memorize, you know, a whole passage. Maybe some people can do it and more power to you, but the rest of us mere mortals, we, we might struggle learning one verse in two weeks. But I think two weeks is considered a decent amount of time to to get it down. You're carrying it with you. You're pulling it out during the day. You're thinking about it. You're remembering it. You read it before you go to bed. You, you read it in the morning when you're doing your devotions. You read it, you know, situations like I described a while ago, you know, and, and take about two weeks, you know, and if it takes three weeks, then expand it to, to, to three weeks. Um, this is kind of repetitious here, but read the verse dozens of times each day. You got it on a three by five card, you know, just dozens of times a day. Every opportunity, pull it out. And then sometimes think to yourself, okay, try to say it. Okay, you got to do it. I can't remember. Okay, there it is. And just tell you it again. You, you, just, you, just, you just keep after it. You, you just keep after it. Um, the next, 
use the opportunity to share, share it with somebody. You know, your, your, your wife, your husband. Say, I think I got it memorized. Here, let's see if I can say it to you. Or, or your kids or, or your grandkids, you know, inspiring them to do, to do the, the same thing. Look for opportunities to share it with people. Or a friend at church, one of your friends here at church, or, or with me. Say, Pastor, I've been working on this. I think I'm ready to say it. I've been, I'm, my motivation is I'm, I'm learning it so I can recite it to you. And I would love to hear you say that. Uh, and again, those are just practical, practical tips that, that you can learn the, to memorize God's Word. It, it, it's like to not memorize it is like to have something so valuable down in the basement, you know, just, just collecting dust. Again, what does the Bible say? It's, it's, more power, it's quick and more powerful than, than a two-edged sword. But turn with me over lastly to Psalm 119.11. Psalm 119.11. Let, let's end with this. Most of you know this verse. Psalm 119.11 says, Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. It doesn't say, Thy word have I read. Although I'm not putting down on reading, we, we should read it. The Bible tells us to read it. But this is going, is it not a step further? Thy word have I hid in my heart. It's in my heart. I know the verse. I know the verses. And that comes with a huge benefit that I might not sin against thee. We probably really underestimate the value that comes from memorizing God's word. It can be a challenge to many of us it will require extra work, extra effort. But the value of it is, would be worth it. You know, my parents used to tell me anything worth having is worth working for. And such would be the case with memorizing God's Word. Wouldn't it be interesting, here at the beginning of this year, on a Wednesday night when... You know, I had folks calling earlier today saying, you know, I don't think I'll be able to come. I, that's fine. I, I don't want you to risk it. There, there was uh, uh, a lady that was going to have to come by herself. And I, I said, I, if you were my wife and you were driving, she had to drive a ways to get here. I said, I tell you, no, I, I don't want you coming here by yourself. But you came. Okay? And I had a different message prepared, and you'll hear it. But then the Lord led me to this. I said, let me, let me put something together. Last minute, to be honest with you, I, I went in there and said, Lord, there's got to be something. And I looked at that and I said, you know what? Lord, you just might use that in a very special way with whoever shows up tonight. It's the beginning of a new year. Open the book, and all, except for four pages that have already been written, all the rest of them, 360, you know, they're, they're yet to be written. It's not too late to start something brand new this year that could prove to be not only a challenge, but a huge blessing and a huge benefit. I want you to pray about this. One verse every two weeks, or three weeks if necessary, maybe a month. It might take you or me, it might take me a month. 
to just get it down to, to memory. But we've already explained why that would be very, very worthwhile. It might be just what you and I need to make 2017 very special based on an unusual uh, Wednesday night where the Lord used the weather and circumstances to change what I was going to preach and share this with you. And if you take the challenge, and if you don't mind, you don't have to let me know tonight. If you take the challenge and you think about it in a week or two or a month or whatever, and you, you decide, yeah, I'm going to start doing that. Yeah, I'm going to start memorizing the Scripture. Let me know. That would be an encouragement to me. And I'll take the challenge with you as well. Let's stand, please, with our heads bowed and our eyes closed. Thank you for listening to today's message. We hope that the service was a blessing to you and that you were encouraged by God's Word. If you have any questions about Mayo Baptist Church, please contact us anytime. You can find contact information on our website at myobaptistchurch.com. Thanks for listening.